Picture this. A young Jackie Murchison. Oh, God. With oven mitts and duct tape on her hands being walked down the street with a brown leather leash and a helmet. It's like Silence of the Lambs, but cuter. This is Jackson Viv Unqualified, and it's time for another big dose of unfiltered, unprofessional, and yet you guessed it, unqualified advice and musings from us to you. I'm Jax. And I'm Viv. And this is Jackson Viv Unqualified, episode number 20. 20! Oh my god, like I just actually started getting all of the renewal notices for our domain. Like we've been doing this for like almost a year now, which is absolutely Aww, insane. Good for us. Good for we found us. a hobby that we stuck with. <laughs> I know, like that's actually pretty impressive, I have to say. Mm-hmm. So five stars for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are so excited for today's episode. And in fact, maybe we should be talking about ourselves because uh, we are going to be chatting about the kinds of people that we look up to. So especially in these uncertain times, you know, it's really important that we have role models or the people that we, we really acknowledge the people that have shaped us into who we are today. <laughs> <laughs> so we thought, you know, this would be a great time to talk about those people and celebrate them. And, you know, whether they're from our past or present, we want to chat about them and, uh, and really, really acknowledge them for helping um, them shape us, helping them shape us. Oh my God. I, mouthful. Hmm, is that right? No, that's not right. Helping how they they helped shape us is the line for how they. Thank you. <laughs> ah, it's Friday, guys. Um, how they shaped us into the people that we are today. And um, look how wonderful we turned out. Exactly. Interpret that how you will. So <laughs> we are very excited to chat about this kind of stuff today. But before we do, what are we drinking today, Viv? Uh, so we had this giant sushi dinner, and instead of having Ooh. normal wine, we had rice wine. So um, I still have a little bit left. It's um, it's from Yoshinogawa Sake Company, Ooh. which sounds very fancy to it me. Sure does. Um, and it's premium Honjozo mm. Sake. They threw the word premium in there. It so. should I be alarmed that when they put premium in that. The fact that they had to call it out means that it's just <laughs> I, the exact opposite. I know. I think the same way, like, you know, restaurants when they're like, number one hot pot. And you're like, is yeah. it? Is it, though? Is oh, it? yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. So, But it tastes good. So I'm, I'm Oh, going well, that's good. Well, I'm glad. Um, I'm drinking a J. Laura State Seven Oaks Cab Sove. It is very delicious. It's one of my mini bottles yet again that I got. Is it actually mini or is it one of those full bottles? It actually is mini, but I will admit that um, I have more booze that they sent me that is definitely not half bottle. So (laughs) here we are, guys. (laughs) We're just rolling for it. Yeah. Rolling with it. Oh my God, I can't talk today. It is, guys, it is Friday evening. It's been a week for both of us. It's been a long week for us both. It really has. Yeah. So I'm a little bit on the struggle bus here and I haven't gotten off yet. So please. You managed to me. get on. I mean, I'm I still did. sitting there at the bus stop. I haven't even realized the struggle bus <laughs> came by. I'm still texting you like, Jackie. What do I do? You're playing your Game Boy. <laughs> <laughs> my Game Boy. <laughs> 
It's not even the colored one, too, hey? No. Oh, gosh. Your, oh, just living in the like past. Tetris. Yeah. Oh, God. Simpler I, time. I said Tetris and I legit heard the Tetris song in my head. <laughs> oh, my I was goodness. never cool enough to play Tetris. Um, I played oh. Snake, though. That was on our phone. Hey, yes. My Nokia, my Nokia brick phone. It sure I loved was. that phone. I loved that phone. It doubled as both a communication device and a weapon. It's great. I didn't think you were going to say weapon. <laughs> what, did you just throw it? Yeah, it's like a brick. Absolutely. Oh, my God. You got some pervert chasing you. You just throw a Nokia brick at him and he right, stopped you, right, right, right on the track. You grew up in Surrey, right? I sure did. I grew up in the ghetto. Exactly. <laughs> what are we eating today, Viv? Um, I am eating. It's um cello creamy dill rubbed fontal mm. cheese. It is so would, good. I wish someone would dill rub me. That would be really nice. You'd smell like a pickle. Oh, ew. I don't like pickles. Okay, we don't like that. Never mind. I take that you can't, You know, like dill pickle chips. I can get on board with those. But mm-hmm. so dill pickle chips, this is a this has nothing to do with what we're talking about today, but whatever. I eat things that are dill flavored, not because I particularly like them, but they're just there. So like, like on salmon or something? Yeah. Or mm-hmm. like like you know those um those like rice puffs that are like have like dill flavor, um, those like crispy minis. Mm-hmm. Like so good. Yeah, I used to eat those, but it was more just out used of to. like Oh, I don't really eat packaged goods anymore. My life sucks now. Um, (laughs) But that's it. That's for another day, guys. But you wouldn't eat dill or dill pickles. It would. But dill and dill pickles are different things. They are very different things. But I I, I see where you're going. No, I can't. I just like pickles. Anything Mm. like pickles, olives, like those um, like pickled onions. You just haven't had good ones. No, I absolutely. I'm like, why would you take a perfectly good fruit or vegetable and then marinate it for God knows how long in a dark room and think that it tastes good? Like, I don't. Understand. I agreed with you until um my what? Whoa! Oh, sorry. <laughs> was that, that a burp? No. <laughs> it was a, there's a there's someone with a small dick that lives around my new apartment, so he likes to oh, drive yeah. around. We call yes. them um compensation muffler mans. Oh, I love that. Cute. Yeah, that's what we call them. Um Cute. but anywho, um so I used to hate pickles, I used to hate olives mm-hmm. until my best friend and I had a charcuterie night and she got us um some olives and pickles and they were so good that it converted mm-hmm. me really i don't think mm-hmm. i could ever be converted i don't know so martinis, i'm still picky with it though okay so martinis yeah. are my favorite drink yeah. and um like cocktail and but i hate olives so i always do it with a twist because i just like i can't get on board with them like i don't know they just they gross me out yeah i can't do it okay but right. anyway for the we've record settled that. <laughs> we've settled that in case any of you were wondering like here we go <laughs> um right, what so- are you eating Okay, so I am eating a Ponce de Leon Manchego cheese. It is very good. Um, I've actually been eating it all week. And um, fun fact, I am pretty sure I accidentally ate the wrapper when I first started slicing it up on Monday. So that's the kind (laughs) of week I'm having, guys. Um, Please send wine and help. That would be great. (laughs) 
I just I was, was it eating a plastic wrapper. Okay, so I thought it was the rind, right? And then I was like, it's one of those things where so I don't really like brie, but I'll eat it. And yeah. um, but um, I've just accepted kind of the rind as it's just you just gotta love all the brie. If you're gonna eat yeah. the brie, you gotta love it for eat who it all is. All the brie, yeah, and you know, full package. So I've just accepted eating the rind. Like us, it. exactly. Yeah. So I've just accepted <laughs> trying to like not eat the middle of the brie slices that I get and just eating it all. So I went and took the same approach with this cheese and was like, I cut it and had a rind and I was like, or so I thought, and I was like, okay, well, it doesn't taste very good. It's pretty plasticky and kind of waxy, but like, all right, I'll love this cheese for what it's supposed to be. I won't be so shallow. And then sure enough, I was like, I'm pretty sure that actually was part of the wrapper and I was not supposed <laughs> to eat that part of the cheese. So yes, this is the kind of week that I'm having. Please send help oh, and thank goodness it's Friday, guys. Thank goodness. Oh my yeah. gosh. Um, so we really wanted to touch on today the people, whether they were in our past lives or present, whether we knew them or not, who we looked up to and helped who helped shape us into who we are today. So one thing that really resonated with me when we were um, planning this talk topic was um, I really want to give a huge shout out to all three nannies that I had growing up. Not at the same time, for the record. That makes me sound like a princess. But I had... They needed three a- just to control you. I mean, honestly, maybe they did. Like, they have to come at me. It's like it's like the raptors in Jurassic Park where they yeah. come at you at all angles. Yes. And you have to be <laughs> Imagine three raptors like trying to put a diaper on you. <laughs> I oh, was man. fast. I don't know what happened, but um, so because I will admit I wasn't the best child. I liked to run around and scream, and um, I was very into. I, I was very active, so I, yeah. Again, I don't know what happened in my adult life. I guess I used all my energy up as a child, but. <laughs> I used to run into walls for attention. I used to run into traffic. That's the worst way to get attention. I'm just going to go slam my body into a solid surface. Someone pay attention to me. No, there's actual video evidence of me running into walls. And it got there is? Yes. Who has access to this? I will not tell you. Give me your mother's number. I need this video. Really don't. No. So I used to, um, I just like, I don't know what it was. I think I just got overly excited all the time. And I I guess I I do now too. Like I, to be honest, like I've had a couple of like coffee zoom meetings with some new people and like engineers on my team. And I'm pretty sure I've scared all of them. Because I'm very loud and like have a lot, like very large hand gestures, and I realize yes, that, that might... I'm like that too. Yes, and I think that might spook some people. Yes, I've actually like I've done that, and I've seen someone duck. I think I've hit someone. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah, you just you get then, so excited. Yes, but then one time I had a cast on, and they were like, "Oh god, damn!" You that had your own brick on your hurt. arm. Hope yeah. smash, Jesus. Yeah. No snake on that cast, though. Damn it. <laughs> Curses. 
crisis. But so I was not the easiest to control. And it got to the point where I needed a helmet and a leash. <laughs> and <laughs> Did I ever tell you this? Oh, God, well, no. Well, I'm telling I you about the leash. I didn't know you had a helmet, too. So, okay, for the record, I didn't wear it all the time. But I, because you I had needed this, it, clearly. Yeah, well, it just, my dad was like, oh, no, like, she's going to kill herself with, like, she keeps running into walls and, like, getting concussions. And they never, they never, like, you know, brought you in for a checkup? Oh, Something's they wrong with my child. Oh, no, they were just like, no, just kids just, like, rambunctious. So we just accepted it. But um, huge shout out to my nannies that had mm-hmm. to like deal with me on the nine to five, especially my first one who babysat me for like eight years from birth all the way through to like when I was eight years old, because yeah. she was also like a heavy smoker. <laughs> Jacqueline, <coughs> come here. <coughs> well, I mean, like the poor woman could definitely and like. And, like, elderly. And, like, the poor woman, oh, there's no. no way she could, especially with her smoker's cough, there's no way. Did she just, she like, could've... sit, you know, on, a like, a lawn chair and, like, tie a string around her foot and you? I was, like, a kite to her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it got to the point there where I was, like, under her eye, it was, like, she's, like, oh, she told my parents, I'm pretty sure, like, this kid is going to kill herself. Like, I can't chase her into traffic all the time. So... She used to walk me like a dog sometimes when I was too out of control. And I used to have this leash. And I think I might have mentioned it on the previous podcast, but it wasn't even a cute leash where it's like kids these days who are rambunctious, you get these little cute backpacks. Oh, yeah, like the monkey tail. It's like a monkey tail or something or a dog tail. No, no, no. This was like a full on like brown leather leash. Like... (laughs) (laughs) that I had to wear and they called it the harness and I had to wear the harness so that just ripened me for a lot of sexual deviance in did they put a muzzle on you too just in case you know they definitely didn't but I did actually get a lot of because I was a scratcher um they would right oh um, yeah you had the gloves I had oven mitts duct taped to my hands a few times um okay everyone just just picture this a young Jackie Murchison. Oh, God. With oven mitts and duct tape on her hands, being walked down the street with a brown leather leash and a helmet. And she's just vicious, trying to scratch her way out of it. It's like Silence of the Lambs, but cuter. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh Halloween! No. I'm gonna be young Jackie. Oh god! Oh, that's my that's my costume. I'm done. Oh, that's my Halloween god. costume. I'm still gonna be. Carol oh, Baskin. I'm so excited for my costume now. <laughs> I have everything. Oh, oh no! I'm excited. This is so alarming. I'm still no. gonna be Carol Baskin, though. Okay. That's okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes, that's fine. I'm, I'm just just, just gonna be Jackie. <laughs> oh great! I, so yeah. In conclusion, <laughs> like nannies. and nannies, shout out to you guys. Like you shaped me. You kept me alive. Yeah. And shaped me. I'm impressed. It. Thank you. And I'm yeah. here in my in my ripe age of mm-hmm. 25. <clears throat> still still mm-hmm. living living the living the dream. Living the dream. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. I never had na- well like, I had a nanny when I was a newborn um mm-hmm. to help with my my parents out. Yeah. Um, but since I was a toddler, I've never had a nanny and I, you know, my grandma's lived with me. So my nanny slash babysitter was television. Nice. 
Shout out to television. Yeah, TV raised me. Um, And so my role models and like, okay, now that we're all, you know, 2020 and like woke as fuck and all that shit. um, Now I get the whole like, wow, we really need more Asian representation. And I never clued Mm -hmm. in until I thought about who my role models were. And they were both Asian. Oh, look at that. And I never really like fully clued in like, wow, like I really don't you know relate let's say to any mm-hmm. of the other characters because i'm not blonde <laughs> i'm not bubble you know like as a kid i was you're like, describing me that's so sweet yeah you. i wasn't jackie <gasps> um so there were two that really stuck out to me <laughs> and one and i didn't even watch the power rangers i knew of the power rangers okay but then the yellow power ranger which now i get I don't know if it, she was yellow because of, you know, her skin oh color. Oh, my God. Right? <gasps> but she was Asian and she was badass because she got to, like, kill all the stuff. And I was yeah, like, I, man, that's awesome. That's great. I remember that, actually. You're Now that I think about it, wow. Like, right? good job, okay. Power Ranger. No, because, yep. like, the Black Power Ranger was definitely African-American. Like, yes. The, wow. The, but the Pink Power Ranger was not pink. Was not <laughs> I mean, if she, she spent wasn't too much made time of bubblegum. Um, but anyway, so yes, so Yellow Power Ranger. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I you don't ask me what her character's name was, you know, none of that because I really didn't watch it. I just remember being like, Fair. oh, she's on TV, yay! Oh um, and the other was I don't know if you've ever watched the show, um, but it, this was around the whole you know Saved by the Bell Full House era. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was called California Dreams. Okay, this sounds really familiar. Yes, it was awesome. It was a band, and a very diverse band, I have to say. Oh. Um, and they, you know, it was like a teen show. It had, you know, the usual teen, you know, drama of school and yeah. love and blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah. But they were like, you know, living in California off a of beach. And I thought there you was said this- off of beats. No. <laughs> Mm, no, they weren't. They weren't into beats yet. Um, oh. This is like back in the nineties, um, and yeah, and you know, you'd have the stereotypical, you know, the main character, the main lead singer, and the African American drummer. But then, like a few episodes in, or like the next season, they had an exchange student come from Hong Kong, and I was oh like, oh, "I'm That's from you. Hong Kong." That's you. And then she showed up, and she was Asian, and her name was Samantha Wu, and I was like, oh. "I want to be Samantha Wu." Oh. Oh and then God. she freaking like nails the audition and now is like the lead female singer. And I'm like, if mm. she can do it, I can do it. Oh, my God. Did you try to audition for a diverse band, too? I mean, if there was the opportunity, I would have. Maybe we should start one. Mm, okay. Um, but yeah, so so my... <laughs> that was my nicest way of saying thanks, but no thanks. Well, it depends who else is on the band. Um, but yeah, so my role models were like literally the only Asian character on these shows that I watched. Oh my God. Yeah, but then the thing is now I'm all... Then I was all like, well, if they can do it, I can do it. I couldn't do it because here I am. Well, <laughs> I'm not fighting monsters. I don't have a cool power suit. I'm not a lead singer of a band. Hey, don't tell yourself short. You are really good at puns. Thank you. You're welcome. And dad <laughs> jokes. Actually, I'm decided they're called mom jokes. 
Oh, I like that. Mom jokes. Yes, I did tell my boyfriend. I said, why? Like, I asked him, why is it called dad jokes and not mom jokes? Because why can't mom have cool jokes? Because mom is a drinking wine in the playground with Jackie. Duh. That's not what he said. He said, mom jokes are basically dad jokes, just smarter and funnier. And I went, oh. (gasps) Interesting. So I'm all about mom jokes now. He's a keeper, I gotta say. Mm-hmm. Good job. Good Thanks. job, Vince's boyfriend. See, I don't need you to be like a him. yellow Power Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> Take that. I still kind of want to be the pink Power Ranger. I'm not going to lie. Of course you do. <laughs> of course I want to. No, guys, like, side side note yet again, like, I hate to say pink is my favorite color, especially as a blonde. I love pink. But I do love pink. And I just moved out on my own again in San Francisco. I love pink. I love your place with the pink cushions. Thanks. Yeah, it is the most basic bitch, girliest apartment. And it's just, I think I overdid it with the girly. But No, you didn't. You should have seen my couch. There's a lot of pink. There's a lot of fluff. There's a lot of genuine, genuine Muppet skin. If you oh, will. I love that Muppet cushion. Uh, I miss uh, mine so much. Muppet cushions. Yeah. So um, <laughs> as you guys know, Vivian and her boyfriend lived together and there were some compromises that had to be made when he moved in. So And did not like the pink Muppet cushion. I thought that was a great cushion. He didn't like the rose gold sequin one either. I That was my favorite. And that upsets me because that was a that was a cushion you. that you could write like you would you would put yes. your hand on it one way and it would change color. Yes. That's ideal. My heart actually hurts a little right now. I'm not going to lie. I'm so sorry. I'm, maybe have- I'll sneak it back up somehow. Are you having a stroke? <laughs> <laughs> Should I Do call I smell- someone? Blink once if you need help. <laughs> oh, shoot. I can't see you. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I didn't think this through. No. Oh, God. But I get that. You know, and it, being able to have representation going back to the Yellow Power Ranger, like, I think that's that's super important and I'm so glad to hear that you identified with it because I was I, I think I still identified with the pink Power Ranger so I don't know if that means I identified with her because she was Caucasian and blonde or if because she reminded me of bubblegum which I was all about <laughs> at the time but <laughs> TBD um, but speaking of food another role model of mine and I obviously did not keep in touch with him because when I explain this, that you'll think that would be weird, um, is I used to go as a child with my mom to this old um, marketplace in our hometown. And we would go to this bakery stand and my mom would get bagels for our family and what other baked goods that contributed to my childhood obesity. <laughs> so delicious and there was always this one baker and my mom would sometimes let my sister and I pick out a cookie that we could eat and I was really into gingerbread men at the time but the, the caveat was I never actually liked the gingerbread cookie I just liked the three yes <laughs> yes you pick off the buttons and then, and then you, eat, you eat one arm and you leave it I, I didn't even eat the one arm. I just ate the the icing and the and the M Ms, <laughs> and I just left the whole cookie. But this man was so sweet because I guess he thought I was cute, and because I was probably two or three years old at the time, and he would always give me sometimes like an extra cookie, or um, he would give me um, like a like 
like extra M&Ms and he would just enable me and my sugar highs. And I'm like, you know what? Thank you, Mr. Random Stranger Baker Man. Like you (laughs) really made like those really horrible trips to the marketplace as a small child, very bearable. And did I get kind of fat after? Yes. But was I jolly? Absolutely. So... The unsung hero. So, yes, if I had kept in touch with him, that would be really, really weird. But especially because the market closed when I was, like, five. So um, he is a very, very unsung, significant Mm -hmm. unsung hero. That really, really got me into M&Ms. And eventually I did actually start eating the gingerbread. So, uh, gingerbread. So, thank you. Thank you, random baker man. Mm-hmm. If, you're out, if you're out there listening. <laughs> I have a soft spot for bakers as well because my uncle's actually a baker. So, um, he was a baker at a really popular kind of famous Chinese bakery. Mm-hmm. So, I grew up like eating, you know, Chinese bakery buns and egg tarts and all of that stuff that every Richmond Asian kid does. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he decided to actually open his own bakery for a while. Um, but you know when it's a family, you know he it's a family run business. Therefore, mm-hmm. everyone in the family pitches in. Yeah. <laughs> so I learned how to make egg tarts, like roll the shells, and oh like you know just by looking at the top of the the bun, I know exactly what the filling is. Um, and so yeah, so while I was in my teens, um, that's when he was uh, running this bakery, and I'd be down there a lot and just helping out, like. You know, putting the buns where they're supposed to be or helping wrap up the boxes and all that stuff for like icing cookies. But, you know, if there were ever leftovers that he he would bring them <laughs> to like family dinners, which at first was great until yeah. that's all you eat every day of your life. Oh. And then so I went through a few years of just like I would smell bread and be like, oh, oh, I can't. <gasps> the problem oh my is. God. Yeah, the problem is then he decided to not – he's not a businessman kind of – he loves baking, but he's not a businessman. So he decided yeah. to kind of just forget it. I'm just going to go back to working at someone else's bakery. Yeah. So, of course, that means our bun intake went back down, and now I'm addicted again. Oh, no. Yes. Yeah, so now I'm, I'll sit there, and I'll just be like, oh, I really need a pineapple oh. bun in me. So bad. Oh, yeah. I- so had he, you know, stayed <laughs> running his own bakery – I probably wouldn't eat as much bread as I do now. So I don't know. Should we be celebrating him or chasing him down like full on witchcraft style? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Can you imagine if the baker I'm talking about was actually your uncle? Can you um, I'm going to doubt it. I, I just in my head, I'd be like, wow, <laughs> what a what a cute story that you could tell at my wedding. Which has nothing to do. I mean, with- I can still tell the story and just make it up. It is just a story. Make it up. Just make it up. Absolutely. No, I get. I I am alarmed that you actually had an aversion to bread because as somebody, I did for for a few years. That actually really upsets yeah. me because as somebody who has voluntarily chosen to no longer eat bread and and live a mediocre life, you call it mediocre. I call it the worst. Oh, thanks. <laughs> So glad I have you as one of my best friends. Like you just Some, make sometimes me I make so toast. Good. Sometimes I make toast and I think of you and I go, Aww. oh, that's so sweet. Oh, just let yeah. describe your carbs to me, guys. Like, sometimes I'm like, should I just like Facetime you and just let you watch me eat this? 
Oh my God. You know, I would actually be really okay with that because in, okay. in, especially if you described the smell to me, that would be great. I actually, it smells like bread. It smells like bread. Spoiler alert. <laughs> it smells like bread and shame. Great. Oh. <laughs> You're going to say butter. No, that is a healthy dose of shame right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I actually was considering if I should start as a secondary income stream, an ASMR slash like mukbang YouTube channel, because I feel like I can eat a lot. And I feel like there's some weirdos out there that would actually want to pay money to watch me eat stuff. And I feel like I could do it. And this has nothing to do with anything that we're talking about. But since we're on the talk of, of videotaping eating... I just feel like I just feel like I could do it. Your yep. silence says it all. Thanks, Vivian. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That's great. Oh gosh. That's cool. Um, so another person that has nothing to do with anything, but going back to another one of the unsung heroes in um, my life is um, Britney Spears. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Hashtag free Britney. <clears throat> yep. Um I just feel like, so I love Brittany. Like, I love her so much. And anybody that knows me knows how much I love Britney Spears. And I just like, it's like whenever her music comes on in, I want to say the club, but I haven't stepped foot in a club in years. Yeah, I was going to say, when was the last time? Probably for a bachelorette and I didn't like it. And I complained probably most of the time. But in theory, like whenever her songs come on, I just it feels like I become a different person and I have like a full on out of body experience. And before I like black out and before I can confirm this is all true. (laughs) Before you know it, I'm on the ground writhing. And And when when she says the ground, she means my kitchen floor. Yeah, there might have been an incident at Thanksgiving, but uh, in Vivian's in Vivian's. uh... And I was so thankful to have watched that happen. And I, and I just I just have these memories of your boyfriend in my ear being like, "Oh god, my kitchen. Oh god, mm-hmm. my floor. Oh god, not the apron. Oh god. Yeah, why does that she apron. have spoons?" <laughs> <laughs> in conclusion, I love Britney Spears. And so yes, I just, I agree I, with that. I feel like she's just really shaped who I am and um, the person as an adult that I am today. But also, like, hold the phone, people. Like, this poor girl paved the way for other stars and starlets and celebrities and pop vocal artists to, like, have an actual, like, decent following in life. Like, she had to deal with all of the paparazzi circa 2007 and beyond Mm-hmm. And her full-on meltdown and being in the public eye before social media was really a thing and getting chased around by people with cameras. And she had to deal with that. And then it took a full-on, mm-hmm. like, meltdown for people to be like, oh, shit, we shouldn't actually do this stuff to people, like, because she's a human being. Oops. So yeah. I just feel like she is a full-on hero to all of us. Yes. And hashtag free Britney. But... I feel like her Instagram today is really alarming. (laughs) It's turning into a PSA. It sure is. Absolutely. I just like, guys, if any of you have seen Britney's Instagram, like there's something going on. This girl ain't right right now. Britney, if you're not okay, blink once. 
blink once. Exactly. Yeah. No, yes. but like, but I mean, she still brings a lot of joy to all of the people in the world, myself included. Mm-hmm. We and do send each other Britney memes all the time. All the time. Yeah. And, you know, even in these uncertain times, especially when things were really rough a few months ago for all of us and it really sucked, like, I would just go She was so cheerful even when her gym burned down. Who's cheerful when their gym burns down? She also is worth $59 So I right. So she's like, it's just one of the gyms. Just one one of them. One of the gyms. Don't worry. I have three spares. Don't you worry. Let me just dance my way over to the other one. Exactly. But there would be days where I would walk around. I'd be, you know, like full disclosure. I got laid off like a lot of people during the beginning of the coronavirus. And at that time, just everything really sucked. And I would just go for walks and I would just listen to Brittany and I'd be like, you know what? Things are going to be okay. And they are. So, hashtag free Brittany. Yes. Two things I really love about Brittany, especially growing up. Mm -hmm. Number one is I've been told that randomly sometimes I talk as if I have a Southern accent. What? I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because I say y'all all the time. I don't know. Yeah. So then I'm like, well, so does Brittany. (laughs) Fair. She's actually from the South, but same thing. Every now and then it comes out. Yeah. I I don't know if you can use that excuse. I think so. Uh, Number two, um, she dated Justin Timberlake. I mean, that was my dream. I mean, kind of still is. That is true. I was like, like, guys, if there's someone who loves Justin Timberlake, it is. Uh, It would be me. It was Vivian. Absolutely. Yeah. So thank you, Brittany. <laughs> Brittany's pretty great. I'm not gonna lie. Hashtag free Brittany. Yeah, so I feel like she's very much so shaped who I am today and the amazing mm-hmm. basic bitch person that I am today. So mm-hmm. um I think like guys, if you haven't signed the free Brittany petition, <clears throat> just saying you should. How many are there out there? Like people that have signed it? Yeah, that have signed it. Like a lot. But like which, like billions? That billions? <laughs> I would think there's a billion people out there who are like, yes, Brittany. I'm so one eighth of the population of the of the entire world was like, yes, I need to sign this petition. I don't have running water, but but here, but I can make a mud print of my hand on there. What? No. You don't th- okay, maybe not. <laughs> Sorry, you, Brittany. I'm trying for you. I'm really trying for you. You tried. <laughs> you tried. And that's what matters. Participation medal for you, Vivian. That's usually all I get. Oh, um, oh me too. <laughs> that's another episode, guys. Oh, geez. Um, okay. Um, I, I can think of one more role model that okay. I had growing up. Go on. Um, and it's actually kind of timely because um, the Babysitter's Club just got mm-hmm. revived on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And I grew up and I'm pretty sure I have I had every single one of the books and I was obsessed Ooh. with the, the Babysitter's Club. Damn. And my role model was Christy Thomas. Okay. Because she was the president and founder of this club, which really is just all her best friends. And she she managed to start a business back before entrepreneurship was even really a thing. (gasps) And she came up with basically like the Uber of babysitters. 
where you call one number and you get connected to six. I don't know. Well, there are 13. I don't know if you're supposed to trust 13 year olds with your babies. But anywho, um, so then you call and you're like, yo, I want a babysitter because I got a thing. And they're like, sure. And then they schedule it in. And then they get paid. It's like a paid gig, obviously. And I'm going, you, your mom asked you to babysit your kid or, or your brother for free, probably. And you're like, screw that. I'm going to make some money off you. Okay. So I definitely hear you. And I want to say that I acknowledge everything that you just said. <laughs> but as someone that worked for four and a half years at Uber, do you know how it works? I'm just trying to make it really general here. <laughs> That's how people use it, bitch. Like, it's the Spotify for. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to go with this Uber of babysitters. You say you need a babysitter, and whoever's available shows up at your door. That's okay. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Right? I, yeah. I get that. Absolutely. Yeah. I, and I she do. was badass and bossy, and no one got upset about that. I do like that. No, I love that. I just, to your point, I don't know if I would ever feel comfortable with a 13-year-old watching my small child. No, and I, a couple of them were 11. That's really alarming because, like, if you had a – so I am pushing 30, and if you have a kid in the next few years and you ask me to babysit it, I do you know how much anxiety that is going to induce in me and how yes. sweaty I am going to get? And yes. I don't know what to do. And like, Correct. I don't know how it works. Like, why I am I know. calling you to babysit my kid? I don't know. Everybody else in our friend group has died and you have nobody else to call on. I think I would just take the kid with me. Or that. <laughs> and in fact, no, I might suggest that. Isn't the rule or the law like if you're under the age of 12, you're not supposed to be home alone, unattended? I don't know. Is it 12 God, or 11? I you're I talking know. to the kid who had a leash and a helmet. Like, <laughs> sorry asking the wrong person yeah definitely asking the wrong person yeah um but like i just don't feel like i would be comfortable as an adult leaving my child with another child well the people of stony brook felt comfortable and that's all that matters i guess so maybe that's what maybe okay all right you know what (laughs) maybe it's a small town thing I mean, Stony Brook's not even a real town, but if it was, I'm sure it's small. But if it was. But no, I I do agree. The entrepreneurship is great. I just, I can't get over, like, (laughs) I I just, guys, like, you've heard, like, what I was like as a child. And if I had to leave somebody who was also small and, and young in charge of my child that was anything like me, like, that... Babysitter well, when you getting... call the Babysitter's Club, they would be like, oh, Mrs. Murchison called again. And they would again. send three. They'd probably That's send right. three babysitters. Or maybe Raptor the whole club. <laughs> the whole club comes over. And and some ropes and some, some leashes. Okay, this is, yes. turning, this is turning weird. But... <laughs> <laughs> but yes. Um, but I understand that. Um, I feel like it's just... I don't know. Maybe I just I, I know what I was like as a child and I just I can't I don't think I could do it. But I'm very glad that you looked up to this person in the babysitters club who was so <laughs> this not real person. <laughs> this not real person who was so um had such an entrepreneurial mindset. Mm-hmm. I loved so. her. She was great. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> oh, God, guys. Well, I think that concludes everything for today. Uh, so thank you all so much for joining us. We would love to hear who some of your role models were in your past or present life. So let us know uh, at Jackson Viv on Instagram or Twitter, or you can always check us out at www.jacksonviv.com. 
And we're going to leave it at that today. Thank you all so much for joining us. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.